You're listening to Paisal, a true rom-com. This is a relationship podcast with my co-host, Jessel, and myself, where we talk about mostly our relationship journey, but also other things about our relationship, random stuff. For this episode, the focus is my last month of having no fixed address as a pet sitter. To give some background, for several reasons, I ended up in crippling debt, including with the tax office, and my solution was to reduce one of the biggest expenses in life, which was rent. I was able to then just take a few years to pay back all of this debt instead of decades, I suppose. (laughs) During that time, what I did was I moved around from house to house, developing my very strong organizational skills. Yeah, I remember you were taking everything everything down in in a book. Not at the beginning, I'm assuming. You found that was more like a evolution of after you started and figured out that you need to know what's happening. Yeah, I made a few mistakes where I didn't realize that there are a lot of ways where people use the same term for a different reason. Things like bringing something forward or pushing something back. Some people say that the first one is to say change something from January to February, whereas other people think that that same phrase means the exact opposite. And it was the same thing with people asking me to pet sit. Some people would give me the dates and they would essentially be just telling me these are the nights you're sleeping at our place. Other people would be saying, you know, this is the day you're moving out. I would not be sleeping there that night, which would mean that I had to find somewhere else to sleep that night. I had a few very scary moments where I realized I had nowhere to stay that night and I had to arrange something very quickly. And I also had some very uncomfortable conversations I had to have where due to miscommunication, I was supposed to be looking after two pets at the same time. I got a diary and I color-coded it. All the different quadrants of each day meant something different. That was how I was able to know that I had somewhere to sleep that night or that I had somewhere that I had to move out of that morning. And that eventually evolved into something more digital once you got an Android phone. One of the positive influences. (laughs) I I don't know about positive I gave you an alternative. I actually started out with Android smartphones and then switched to Apple for a while and then found it difficult to move on from Apple, even though I wanted to. Yeah, Android phones weren't that good at, at the beginning. The software wasn't, wasn't good, but now it is. I moved to an Android phone and it worked very well with my Google Calendar and to help us organize well that's one of the things but it was more to do with your um, pet sitting and did also help us to organize our time together yes when i was all over the place i mean we still use it yeah it's good so i think about six months before i stopped pet sitting i was actually ready to stop but we weren't quite at a place in our relationship where it would have made sense to move in together yet We started having those conversations about living together 
about six months in advance, I set my end date. I think they had locked me in 12 months in advance because it was Christmas time. There were a few people who would book my services as a pet sitter a long time in advance at popular holiday periods to make sure that nobody else would get me. I had decided that I was going to to finish up pet sitting. I was well and truly exhausted at that point. I had been living a very busy life for far too long. And on top of that, and this is particularly relevant with the, the last pet sitting gig, a lot of pets would interrupt my sleep. My mental health deteriorates very quickly if I don't get good quality sleep. Yes, I agree. This last pet sitting gig was looking after a dog that slept on the bed. I could not get a good quality sleep for the entire time that I was there. The dog moves around, makes noises, just a, a lot of a lot of things I'm not used to. <laughs> I think we were already feeling quite nervous about moving in together. Also and- trying to find a good place to move to. And I was super sensitive because I had not been sleeping very well for quite a while. I wanted that whole time of my life to be over. I was so exhausted. I was sick of the constant disruptions to life and how just constant change all the time. And I was very much looking forward to just being able to move in with Jessel, have a nice, quiet life. Mm. This was, um, oh yeah, continue. I have no idea where you're going with this. You don't have to know where I'm going. You can jump in at any time. No, I know where you're going. It's funny (laughs) when you say it though. This was December 2019 and January 2020. I was looking forward to 2020 being the year that I could finally rest. Yes. And I would think anybody listening to this podcast can have a little giggle at me thinking that because the entire world erupted into chaos with a pandemic. I mean, technically it was... It was already starting by the time we were looking for a place. It just hadn't reached Australia yet. Something I was very happy about, though, is that we had already made the decision to move in together. We weren't forced into that situation. I'm also very glad that I wasn't pet-sitting when the pandemic hit Australia. Without any any other choice? That would have been far too complex for me to work out i don't think it would have been possible i think i would have ended up crashing at your place oh i thought you meant like when you when before even before you met me like if you if that had happened while you were doing that i'm only living in the timeline where i met you so that's what i'm talking about it's still the same timeline i'm just saying before you met me so it would have been more complicated because you do, wouldn't have had the option of having that backup where you could stay with me, where I st- stayed before. Yeah. So you would have had you you wouldn't have had been able to do the pet sitting and had to find your own place. That's what I was talking about. Uh, I'm not talking about timelines. It's still one timeline. I'm always talking about timelines. And the end of the world. It's the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. So. You can continue where you were. I don't know where you were. I don't know where I was going with it. It was good that we had made the decision. That's where you were. For that last pet sitting gig, Jessel came and helps me a little bit. It was a cute dog. Yeah, super cute dog. And very energetic. And very smart. Mm, Very smart. 
I had looked after this dog before when he was nine months old and the owners had sort of set up the apartment so that the dog had to be in this particular spot during the day. Every day I would get home and the dog would be looking up at me, just grinning from outside the boundary. That's when you know the dog's too smart. Absolutely adorable dog. Love that dog. I can't wait until we have our own. The last time I had a dog was in the 80s when we lived in regional Queensland. I mean, you could barely see the neighbours. If you were taking the dog for a walk, which we didn't have to because the dog just went wherever it wanted, over the paddocks, there was none of that, you know, walking down the street and there's all these other dog walkers there and they all want to connect with you and have chit-chat. When I started pet-sitting, I found it really confronting that strangers kept wanting to come up and have a little chat and pet this dog that I was looking after. It's um, It depends on the type of dog you're looking after as well. I, I think if you had like a, a German Shepherd or something, you probably would be less likely to have people walk up to you and, uh, and say, oh, cute dog. More incentive for us to get a German Shepherd. Uh, yeah, Labrador, Golden Retriever, friendly-looking dogs. What's the other one? Oh, yeah, Border Collie. Yeah, still friendly. I don't know where I was going, but yeah. I definitely like the idea of having a dog that doesn't encourage strangers to approach me. Yes. That said, I have really become used to making those conversations and I've done a lot of work in the past, well, really the past decade of having conversations with people that I've never met before. My other podcast series, Listen More, has involved me chatting with people around the world who I've never met before and just diving into a conversation and interviewing them, which actually seems less confronting to me than being approached at a park when I'm walking a dog. Mm -hmm. Yes, I mean... There's a physical distance when you're interviewing someone via video call. Yeah. I don't think I would ever do this. I've never been in a situation where I would do this, but there is this safety of, oh, whoops, end call. Uh, I was more talking about the physical threat rather than anything else. But yeah, I mean, you can end the call if you're feeling unsafe or had enough of chatting. Yeah, but it would be problematic because they know who you are. And if there's a random person walking up to you, you can just run away and they won't know who you are. Mm, I don't know about that. I think... They know you? That's not the part. The the running away part, especially if I was in a situation and when I was pet sitting, this was always the case, was I was in places where I would have to be repeatedly and faces became familiar. Mm -hmm. People would be out walking in this alternate timeline timeline that you're talking about, where... Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People would be pointing out, oh, that's the girl that runs away when you try to, like, pet her dog. Oh, this is from the person who's like a celebrity to the place, at the place we go for brunch. That's different. Why? Because they give you coffee? <laughs> it's the way to my heart. I don't give you coffee. You did this morning. No, it was in the groceries. What do you... Oh. You, you ordered us breakfast. Yeah, but so I didn't give it to you. You put it on the bench and then I took it. Not a park bench. No. A kitchen bench. It's a counter. 
What's it counting? Food. Why is it counting food? Because that's what's on it. Why is that on it? I don't know. You put it there. Okay, I'm done with this. Where were we? We were talking about pet sitting. Yes. During that final pet sitting gig, I had a bit of time off work. I've repeatedly had this problem with my job over the past decade where I find it difficult to take time off work. I end up in a situation where I don't really have anything specific that I want to do or any specific reason to take time off work, but I need to get my my leave balance down. <laughs> this was one of those cases where I'm having to walk a dog twice a day, so that's going to be easier if I'm not having to go to work. I think half of the time I was off work and what that allowed me to do was inspect some apartments. I remember the first one is in the building that we are in now, all the way down at the bottom. I loved it. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Because it was on the ground level, there was this big garden all the way around that, you know, I could have grown. Ten times more plants. Yeah. Lots, lots, lots. But when I asked about the length we could stay, it was a three-month lease. Hmm. (laughs) For me, the thought of moving to a place for some stability... And then moving again in three months, that just didn't didn't make sense at all. Yeah, because they didn't give you an option of, or us an option of saying, um, after three months, you can still say, uh, renew the license and stay on for another three months or whatever. It was yeah. basically that, then that's, that's the length. Three months be- before the owners were going to move back in, I guess they were hopeful that someone would want to live there for three months. Mm. Unless the, um, the previous... Uh, people who were staying there left earlier than their lease ended and they were looking for someone to take over that lease. Yeah, maybe. So they didn't have to pay the the rent. Mm, mm. Maybe. Maybe. Either way, three months is too short. Yeah. I mean, also, if we had taken it and then the pandemic happened, we'd be stuffed. Yeah, I do often think about... How many things worked out for us just before the pandemic hit to be less negatively impacted than if our situation had been what it was prior? If we had taken that three months and then there were lockdowns and you couldn't even inspect properties. They hadn't sorted out uh, virtual inspections yet. With looking for a place to rent, something I've always loved is inspecting the properties and walking around and wondering what my life might be like when I live there. I think that's what people do with those, um, what are they called? It's like prize homes. Do you know what those are? It's um, It's like a lottery sort of thing where you pay, pay for a ticket or whatever. And if you do win, you get the house or something or a share of the house or something like that. So before you buy the ticket, you would inspect the place? You have to get the ticket so you can inspect it. I can't remember. i only been to one. I uh, went with my um, re- uncle. I can't remember where it was. But it was pretty pretty big. Um, yeah, it was interesting. It's like those, um, you know those cars they have in the the, super, um, the, the malls where you, you buy a ticket or whatever they sell you and you might win the car? I think it's similar to that. Okay. I do wonder what the point of those things is. I have no idea. I don't have my phone with me, so I could have searched it. 
yeah. So you inspecting places? Do you like doing that? Yeah, the apartment that that we're in right now. I inspected that. Did I take photos of this one? Or I I no. I think no, I didn't take photos because it was basically the same apartment but on a different level. Oh, I don't know. Very very much the same. Um, the only thing was kitchen and laundry were set out slightly differently because on the ground floor there was a door that went out the back, mm. whereas for our apartment the doors out the side. And yeah, I, I said to you, I'm like, oh, it's it's basically the same place. Should we apply for it? Yeah, yeah. There was this all this stress about furniture. Because it's like a temporary thing for us, we're just renting while we save to to get something a bit more permanent. It made sense to to get a furnished place, so you know, had washer, dryer, fridge, fridge, bed, that sort of thing. And I couldn't remember if there was a sofa. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it does. It does. Um, it does fade into the background. I guess I don't know the color. I I forgot about that. I remember you reached out. You reached okay. out to the agent. Yeah. And I think the reply was, "Oh, Paige saw the apartment." <laughs> yeah. 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 Because as as we I was getting the tour, I remember being told, "Oh, yeah." That's going to be here. That's going to be here. That's going to be here, and I didn't really take any of that information in. I you you were you were you thinking? Oh, that's a good place for to put a plant. That's a good place to put a plant. You're laughing now, but I think it's true. It took us a while to um, figure out what we needed to buy, like all the kitchen utensils and stuff. We were quite organized in some ways. A lot of things that we knew that we needed or wanted, oh, yeah, we, we ordered beforehand and had mm. it delivered to your old place. Mm. So we just carried it across. Which is just up the road from here, so. That was convenient. Well, that was one of the terms of finding a place, was that it had to be near the other place. What terms, eh? What would you call it? A condition? Prerequisite. Prerequisite. How is that not as harsh a word as terms and conditions? I don't know. I don't know. What else was there? You're the you're the lead host. Lead host? Yes. Wow. I don't know about that. What do you mean? This is your this is it's the podcast you do. You're my co host for this series. Yeah, but you're the lead host. I don't know about that. I do. Everyone knows. Can you grab the book for a second? For anyone watching on YouTube, here you go. Is it visible? Yeah. For anyone who is just listening to the audio, this is part of the second Paisal book comic thing. At the top it says, while Paige was on her last ever pet sitting gig, Jessel was only too happy to help out. Me and Jessel holding hands. There's a dog. I've got a happy expression and I'm saying... Jessel, can you please pick up the dog poop? And there's a steaming pile of poo that Jessel's looking horrified at. I never did pick up poo. I did ask, but I had to pick up the poo. Yes. Wait, what? 
That was all. You look moves forward very quickly. I guess this one is on the next page. It says that we moved in together, and I say, now I can take lots of cuttings and grow them on a balcony. And Jessel says, and you'll have room for a proper jumper. Because he thought my see-through jumper wasn't proper before that. Um, I didn't think I know. The next page says they made many purchases to start their life together. So it's got us outside some shops holding lots of bags, which isn't quite how it happened. And there's Zeds coming out of our heads to say that we're sleepy, but we don't look sleepy at all. Yeah. Because it's the first time. Well, second time I ever made a comic, so. (laughs) Hey, what do you want from me? I'm not a comic animation person. So were the Zeds... The Zeds are backwards as well. No, were the Zeds not supposed to be there or were were you supposed to look sleepy? We were supposed to look sleepy because we had been going all over the place, looking at all the different brands of things, finding Mm. the best value. It's got us here with me saying, what else do we need, Jessel? So a rice cooker, obviously. First time I've ever had a rice cooker. Very exciting. Mm. <laughs> oh, you don't want to bring that up, eh? That's for the next episode. What? That is about all we have to say about the month before we moved in together. And the month about of, of the move <laughs> I got there. In the next episode, we will talk through some of the teething problems that we had teething problems i don't know if is teething problems the appropriate way to say that yeah yeah it's um sort of stuff adjustment issues yeah i I think teething problems is right they're not serious problems fixable problems we're still here so obviously we have yet to have any unfixable problems Yeah, and none of the appliances have broken down. You've been listening to Paisel, a true rom-com. I am Paige. I'm Jessel. And we've been very much enjoying sharing our journey with you. Please do remember to like, share and subscribe. It would be fantastic if you do enjoy this podcast, if you could share it with some people. Really help me with my mission to destigmatize wholesome romantic relationships with trans people so with um with the uh, audio podcast do they have like a rating system or is that also like and subscribe so on youtube there's a like button i don't know some podcast platforms i think are starting to introduce ratings most of them i think you just subscribe and listen or favorite i guess Mm. so like favorite download whatever it is that you are able to do on the platform that you are on. Thanks for being here with us.